0: This is the Software and Technology Podcast, your B2B show for the best thought leadership in the industry, bringing you information, education, and inspiration. Only on MarketScale.
1: The more diversity of thought and the more diversity of background of the people working at tech companies, the better. So you have the data scientists, many of them might come from a very technical background, and then you've got the business side, and these are two separate worlds and so they have a very difficult time communicating and understanding what their priorities are. The blockchain idea was around 91, so about the time that the Terminator 2 movie was coming out, the same idea of, in the digital world, we need verifiable documents. Everything's
0: downloaded, let's boot up the system.
1: Hey everybody, thanks for joining me. I'm your host, Elmer Guardado. On this episode, we're sitting down with Kevin Levy. You've heard him on the show before when we talked about the overall value of call recording, and then again when he talked about it from an internal perspective. But this time, he's going into greater detail about the value it provides in the worlds of sales and marketing. Additionally, we're also gonna explore why some companies might be trepidatious when it comes to gathering and analyzing this kind of data. How you doing, Kevin? I'm good. Good. How are you? Good, good. Thanks for joining me. Thanks for having me. So Kevin, you've been on the show twice before, right? Once to talk about why call recording in general was so important and valuable, and another time to talk about why it was important and useful to use internally, right? But today we're going to go a little bit more in depth and specifically talk about its use cases and its value in the world of sales and marketing. But before we get into that, let's talk a little bit about OREX and uh, a little bit about what you do there, right? Can you give us just a quick brief for the uninitiated? okay so
0: uh, I'm the VP of marketing at Oryx Um, we sell call recording software so when you call your bank your credit card company and you hear that famous phrase this call may be recorded for quality or training purposes we're the ones capturing those calls and we make them searchable on you know your network uh, if you want to replay them for uh, compliance purposes for dispute resolution etc many 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 companies today upwards of two-thirds probably record calls for one of two reasons. One, compliance, so to make sure their agents are in compliance with regulations like PCI for credit cards, HIPAA for healthcare, the new European regulations, GDPR, and so forth. Uh, And the other is for quality assurance, so to make sure that the call center agents are doing the proper greeting, um, you know, not using foul language. Um, using the proper sales techniques on the phone, providing the best level of service. So compliance and service are the two main reasons that people uh, record calls, companies record calls, and those are the the main reasons that we sell our solution.
1: Right, right. So Kevin, let's just jump into it, right? I think we want to start with sales. So uh, go ahead and tackle that however you want. What kind of value can sales gain from recording their customer calls?
0: Yeah, it's interesting. Typically, when you're talking about call recording, you're looking at you know, the compliance officer, and you're looking at the call center supervisor, the quality supervisor or the call center manager, those are the ones getting the most value. But some ancillary value is to the business user and the business user can be classified as sales, marketing, product marketing, uh, and so forth. Um, so from a sales standpoint, if you look at the ability to trigger recordings based on certain keywords, so today, most big companies, that use call recording also have speech analytics software that transcribes a call and then can search those tra- that transcription for keywords so keywords that are that are spoken on a call can then be searched in, in essence so uh, let's say a customer if you, if you could trigger it. so if you're a, a sales manager a VP of sales and you want to collect certain intelligence from customer calls you could say to the call center manager can you start triggering Automated recording automatic recordings when phrases like what I really need is Or what really bothers me is or I need to find a way to so what we're doing is we're we're flagging calls in which a customer is Expressing their needs their challenges and as a salesperson That's how you sell you sell based on needs and challenges and you're fulfilling those needs so if you can record Calls based on those types of phrases, and you can garner intelligence from customers based on those types of recordings.
1: Wow. Okay. So that's so cool that it you know it allows you to to, to tag specific phrases like that. Just because, I mean, obviously it makes the whole process more efficient. But I think we're living in an age now where people are finally starting to catch on to the value of this kind of data. Right. Like. I think it, it's become almost unarguably important at this point.
0: Yeah, and you, you know, typically, you know, database with you know X's and O's and rows and columns, you know, that you know, there's so many ways to slice and dice that data. But we're talking now with video and audio, we're talking about you know unstructured data that you know is now becoming searchable and manageable by transcribing it, right? So um, yeah, I think we've entered into a new era. Uh, this technology isn't necessarily brand new but the adoption rate continues to grow so companies are starting to really see the value in analyzing their customer interactions because you know if you look at for example there was a deloitte and Touche study last year and it said that in 2018 u.s companies are going to spend five percent more on marketing and customer intelligence so as you've probably seen companies literally spend tens to hundreds of thousands of dollars on big Analyst studies to find out what their customers buying behaviors and needs and challenges are. But if your customers are calling in and you're trying to derive from those interactions, those same insights, what their needs are, what their challenges are, then it's free. Right. And you're getting it in more real time. So, you know, gr- granted, call recordings aren't going to necessarily take the place of a big analyst study, but it can certainly provide you know, ancillary benefits uh, in, in real time. You know, and then so let's say, you know, you do get a call in which a customer is talking about how they've had this problem on ongoing and they need a solution to help them solve that problem. You can have that recording automatically sent right to the sales manager and that sales manager could then um, refer it to his or her sales team and say, you know, we, we just got a call from somebody and here's a unique need for our product that we didn't know about. So now we can start talking about this when we talk to prospects. Right. That's sales intelligence. So that's that's what we're talking about here.
1: So, what about from the uh, compliance side you mentioned earlier, right? How could this kind of data improve sales skills and, and, and in general, you know, just the the interactions you're getting from from your agents? There's two types of, of compliance. There's internal compliance and there's external
0: compliance. From a sales standpoint, you're probably talking more. You want to make sure that your best practices are being followed. So, compliance with your best practices. So, if you have best practices that teaching to your new agents based on the success of past agents you want to make sure that your agents are following those 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 standard operating procedures using the proper greeting you know again um, trying to close the sale by asking for the order uh, you know so forth and so on using proper etiquette so you can record calls and flag things like foul language um, you know certain frustration keywords that uh, you know a, a customer or an agent might be saying and this can help provide the sales manager with you know, insight into how well the sales people are complying with the company's best practices. Does that make sense? Oh yeah.
1: That, that, that makes total sense. And I think the, the interesting thing is that this data is just so invaluable now, just because of what you said, right? It's not just empirical data. It is a firsthand experience or expression of what is going on. So is there anything else in the sales world before we move on to marketing?
0: So again, kind of revisiting the sales best practices angle, if you have top-performing agents, you know, outbound or inbound sales agents, you know, your inside sales team or, you know, customer service agents that are tasked with, you know, selling, uh, whether a person's calling in or they're calling out, and you have agents that are particularly successful, you might want to take, share those successful calls, you know, where they've closed a the deal, they've upsold an existing customer with new or underperforming agents, right? So that's that's an opportunity. Another one could be, and this kind of crosses the lines of sales and marketing, but you know, competitive intelligence is always important. And so you could also have calls flagged for whenever a comp- customer talks about one of your competitors. And are they talking about your competitors in terms of a weakness that it has, a better product, uh, or better feature, or pricing? You know, that's all really important information for to your sales and marketing team. Um, so that, that's just, those are just a few ways. Another one that's interesting is. If you look at it, an enterprise sale where there are multiple people from a company involved in a in, in a sale of a of a big solution, like let's say a, like a big computer networker network solution, right? So you've got the inside salesperson who takes the initial call, and then they want to share all their notes with the enterprise salesperson who's going to follow up with that customer and try to really cultivate that that opportunity. What if that call could be recorded, the initial call, and shared with that salesperson and all other salespeople that are going to be pulled into this opportunity? So you could share that sales call initial sales call with the enterprise person, with the sales engineer, with any product development people, and everybody could be on the same page and hear firsthand what the, the initial call was. Like. Right, right.
1: So let's transition over to marketing. You know, what are some of the, uh, are there any glaring similarities, any glaring differences before we, we dive right in?
0: Um, again, the, 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 the business challenges, the needs, the competitive intelligence. Um, but you could also, you know, if you're running a promotion on a new product, or buy one get one free or you know 50% off or whatever you can get feedback on that promotion from the call recordings so if people are reacting positively or negatively to that that promotion you can get real time feedback and then share that with the marketing team and then adjust accordingly if necessary
1: so let's get into marketing tell me about i think a, a good place to start is this recent survey you brought to us right
0: yeah i was I was talking about that and just how companies are are spending more money on understanding the customer. And, you know, as a marketing person myself, the more you understand the needs, challenges, and hot buttons of a customer, your target buyer, the more you can target them with campaigns, Uh, whether it be, you know, content marketing campaigns, like, you know, getting them to download an ebook or, you know, actual product campaigns where you're actually promoting a new product and you're getting them to actually purchase. So the way you understand the customer is by hearing literally and figuratively the voice of the customer. You know what they're saying, what they're interested in, what's challenging them. And instead of doing a big research study, or in, in 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 parallel, you, they're they're calling into your call center, and you can hear them say that first firsthand. So. You know, that's the kind of intelligence we're talking about here. And it it, it crosses the line between customer intelligence, you know, about the customer and then business intelligence, right? You know, companies spend millions and millions of dollars on big enterprise data systems, you know, big data systems to, you know, get customer analytics analytics on their business, analytics on their financial data, all this stuff. You know, some of this stuff can come right from your call center. And it's kind of like an overturned, uh, an underturned stone that you want to make sure you turn over. And most companies aren't turning it over, but if you do, it could be a tremendous competitive advantage. If you really understand the buying behavior of your customer, if you understand the competitive, and, you know, the competitive nature of your competitive landscape and what, what's driving people to purchase another product over yours, uh, it, it feedback on a campaign, and so forth. So you know, we're really looking at call recordings becoming business intelligence, and that's kind of a, a new way of looking at it.
1: So what are some of the best practices for people on uh, the, not the consumer side, but the business side of, of these calls? How can they set themselves up to be extracting the, the most valuable data possible?
0: There are two ways to record calls. It comes back to selective recording, which is typically for you know customer service uh, you know, quality assurance where a selective number of calls per agent are recorded and you're not concerned about missing a call. You're just trying to get some insight into how well an agent's performing, right? And then there's also total recording, which every single call is recorded. So if you're talking about every single call being recorded, then you have the opportunity to go back and mine those calls for any of this kind of intelligence you're looking for. But if you're a sales or, or marketing VP, and again, you're looking for specific types of information, you know, needs, challenges competitive intelligence feedback on campaigns etc then you can have a conversation with the the marketing the uh the the call center manager or the vp of customer service and see this is the kind of intelligence we're looking for and they come up with key phrases that they can be flagged and when those key phrases are flagged in the call you know based on the transcription those calls can be forwarded right to you and and that's you know that's real intelligence you know right from verbatim the customer's mouth
1: you know no oh, yeah for sure like that again it just it just seems like invaluable because of how direct that that how directly that information is is, is being uh collected and you know one of the one of the last things i want to just ask you about is within these two relative there, there is some overlap but they're definitely different use cases what do you think are 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 some of the uh things people who are not going through this are are, are missing out obviously we're talking about like this this kind of intelligence that that is invaluable but why do you see people maybe not pursuing this, this obvious wealth of information that's just there?
0: It, it may seem to some people like it's, there's a cost inhibitor. And <clears throat> with some of the bigger call recording companies that have these proprietary black box systems that are hardware-based, you know, you could be talking about hundreds of thousands or millions of dollars. But with Oryx, for example, we're software-based, it's literally a 30-minute download from the internet. And, you know, it doesn't cost a lot. There's very little upfront cost. It's subscription-based, so cost could be an inhibitor. Also, some people might think that you need, you know, some sort of IT person to manage the call recording system. Um, but again, with Oryx, it's so simple to use. Um, you can just manage it yourself. Uh, you don't have to be a, you don't have to be a tech user. So those are a couple reasons. Another one is they don't just necessarily see the financial benefit, you know. But let's say, you know, take a step back for a moment. And from a compliance standpoint, let's say you were to uh, use the call recording system to identify an agent that is continually doing something that violates, you know, GDPR privacy rules. And if you can thwart that and stop that agent from doing that, you could save, you know, tens, hundreds, millions of dollars, right? GDPR. If there's a compliance violation, they they charge your company four percent of total revenue, right? So that's one example. Uh, another might be. If there's a a big customer that is disputing that they gave approval to charge their credit card for something, and you're saying that, yeah, you did, and they're saying, no, we didn't, then you know that could ultimately go to you know litigation, et cetera. There could be a big dollar amount dollar amount attached to that. And if you can pull that call and approve what was really said and that authorization was given, you know you can settle that dispute and save a lot of money. So there's a lot of ways to look at, intelligence and also financial gain.
1: Yeah, and I think you're totally right. And, and it's interesting that, that this company in particular, you know, is doing, I think, the two most important things right. And, and they're, they're seeing across every industry, right? In, in regards to tech, it, it's the fact that everything's moving from the hardware side to the software side because it offers that flexibility and ease of use. And on top of that, you have this smart uh, user interface that, again, offers that kind of flexibility and ease of use, right? So... It's really interesting to see how even something like this is is has to be successful has to follow the same trends we're seeing in you know almost every industry.
0: Yeah, and in addition to the, the migration to software based, as you said, there's also cloud based, right? And so, for example, Oryx, one of our target users or buyers, if you will, is a call center outsourcer or a Cloud reseller, like a, a communication service provider, a VoIP provider. somebody's providing other cloud services. They buy licenses from us and then they procure those licenses to new customers and they can offer call recording then as a service. And the customer doesn't have to have any hardware, there's no installation. The calls are being recorded and stored in a secure cloud location, you know by the, the service provider. and you know everything's accessible from anywhere. Um, so just think about the power and ubiquity of that, you know, so that that's kind of where the world's heading cloud recording, you know, is becoming much more pervasive and ubiquitous. And you know, we, we, we launched a cloud recording solution last year or earlier this year, I believe. And it's starting to gain some real traction, you know, especially with the service provider
1: community. Well, that's awesome to hear. Kevin, thank you so much for joining us today and, and we appreciate your time and thank you for being so candid with me. Thank you so much. Thank you for listening to today's podcast. If you'd like to find out more or listen to previous episodes, you can go to marketscale.com industries and subscribe to articles, podcasts, and video content for your favorite industries. I'm your host, Elmer Guardado. Have a good day.